0: all right so who is better viola davis hallie berry octavia spencer or angela bassett a lot of options i know
1: <laughs> you are just really disrespectful right now awesome. um
0: all of our aunties
1: fuck.
0: Viola, hallie octavia or angela
1: I'm between Octavia, no, Angela and Viola. Me too. But I would feel Hands like, down, I would say. Oh,
0: I think Angela Bassett's a more versatile actress. Yeah,
1: but I would with them other yeah, prize. Yeah. She gives you All American. I'm not saying Angela doesn't give you All American black girl, but I. I would say <sighs>
0: Viola. Okay, Viola. Okay. Alright. You need someone on your team to fight for you. Who are you picking? Cardi? Nikki? Kim?
1: Or Remy? Like, fist fight? Yeah. Remy and <laughs> Remy and um um Cardi. You got to pick one. I can't. I can't.
0: I would pick between either Kim or Remy because I feel like Nikki is scary. I feel like Cardi may too, may be too wild of a fighter. Like she may just like be throwing her hands everywhere, but she ain't really making no hits.
1: Nah. But then she's got
0: that strip club culture, so she may fight real dirty. And
1: what's wrong with that? Nah.
0: But Kim and Remy have served time. Have served time. And that prison fighting is a whole nother level of fighting.
1: Like I said, Remy and Cardi. Because I felt like, I felt like Cardi looks like her punches connect. Like, I feel like she's
0: such a wild fighter.
1: I don't care. I'm going to go with Remy. I, I say Remy too. Because Remy looked like she would just be like, oh, so you said this. Bop, like right in the face.
0: And that's it. And that's, it. that's what I like. Okay, I'm going to go with Remy. Okay. Alright, if you could be and live in a Disney movie, like you are the main character, Mm -hmm. what Disney movie would it be?
1: Princess and the Frog. I love that movie.
0: Okay, Okay, so Princess Tiana as the frog with Prince Naveen, or do you want her as like Princess Tiana? Like, remember, you're reliving this Disney movie.
1: I'll do it all. Like, the frog that kisses the... The prince, and then we become married or whatever. I'll do it all. I would do it for the food, but the gator scared me. And I don't want to be a
0: frog. I'd probably do Moana.
1: That's a good one. I love But it. I ain't, no, first of all, I'm not on no little piece of paper floating in the middle of the ocean <laughs> when nobody's chicken. No.
0: But I would be Moana after she gets that big guy. What's his name? Um,
1: McLean, the Rock.
0: Um, Moawi. Mow- I don't Sure, it sounds good. At first I thought Ariel, but then I'm to be Ursula everybody, me. everybody scares you, bro. I'm like what is going on? Think about if you're in the water and you see fucking Ursula. She's got a lot of powers. Ariel ain't no fucking powers.
1: That's true. Okay.
0: All right. So this weekend was not this weekend, but June is Pride Month, so they've been celebrating they're gonna be celebrating phone and all the businesses in D C and I know out here they're putting up their pride flag flags, mm-hmm. um, and I actually caught the tail end. Every time I go to pride, I always catch the tail fucking end of the goddamn parade. Well, I imagine
1: that you're late to things.
0: No. I actually went with my cousin, and she went somewhere else. So then we ended up being there later on. But it was turning into getting ready to, turn to the block party, and she had her son with her, so it was going to be time for them to go ahead and go. And I didn't want to be out there by myself, so it was just like, all right, I left. But from when I was there, I enjoyed the
1: energy that was there. Okay. I enjoyed it. Well, let me tell you my prize story. <laughs> so we went down, um, we went down U Street. Okay. Let me just let me just paint the picture. There are like at least two hundred people or more walking down U Street. Probably. Like traffic is stupid crazy. Okay. We get down there at like around ten. We we went to Pen social that was fine it was cool Mm -hmm. then we went down u street niggas galore okay my friend had to go to the bathroom so we went to like this little pizza area and they were some um gay guys standing out there and you know i was looking and then one of them was looking like bitch what you looking at i was like oh boo because your motherfucking your eyebrows okay some things just put together how did you get them on there Right. And then he started laughing. He was like, well, I did this. I was like, see, this is why I love the community. Because y'all just be so, like, gifted with the talent. We put together. Okay? They do. They do. And they be looking better than us. Better than bitches. Okay? <laughs> we be throwing on makeup thinking we know what we doing. So I and know then... your eyebrows look really good. Oh, thank you. That's the first time I've ever really, like,
0: looked at your eyebrows. Oh, my
1: oh, like Yeah. Yeah, she fell with in in this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, I enjoyed myself until it was time to go. Okay? So, my friend called a lift on her phone. Uh-huh. The lift guy comes. We get to the car. We're knocking on the window because he's, like, he's not trying to open a window, or, like, open a door. So, he throws his finger up, like, no. Then he, oh, then he, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so, guys, I have, like, an ear infection. It feels like it's a big-ass cotton ball in my ear, so I can't really hear how loud I am. So, I'm my apologies. It's, like, That's super okay. loud. So, um... He throws his finger up like, No, don't get in the car. Then he bucks a UE in the middle of traffic. Mind you, a um an ambulance is coming. So like, That's okay. First of all, why would you do that? Then okay, my other friend, she calls a Because that left driver pulled off and he left. Right. He it says he's one minute away. For like twenty minutes. Cause in that traffic. For twenty minutes. Yeah, that traffic. It ain't move. And do nothing. I told her to close the app and open it again and see what he's at. We tried to call. Nobody answered. Mind you, we were trying to leave since like one thirty. At this point, it's like two thirty. So we had to look and we found um, a Uber. No, a Lyft. Um, XL. Yeah. Uh huh. Thirty dollars. Yeah. We so y'all the home. only ones in there? Yeah, it was thirty dollars to get home.
0: It was only fifteen dollars to get out there. Because you know the thing about it is, it's like when certain things are going on, you know they'll hit you with the surcharge. And then like with the waiting like when we went to New Orleans, like literally the thing would say like, like you said, it was like a minute away. We was at the airport, Mm -hmm. but like the way that they were directing traffic, like it said he was like a minute away for like twenty minutes, and then we called and he was just like, you might as well just cancel it and see if somebody else is closer. And the thing he said because they keep rerouting people, so sometimes it's easier. But you know what I do like that next time. Walk up a little further away from the crowd.
1: Yeah, I think that's what we're gonna do. I was trying to tell him that, but one of mm-hmm. I don't think we had uncomfortable shoes. We was trying to be cute and we just didn't want to move. Yeah. No. So mm-hmm. but we almost got stranded out there. Luckily they I called one guy and um he was coming and then they said he turned the corner. Right. So I'm looking for his car. Right. And I'll see this nigga. So I called him like six times. It just goes, it's just like the call drops. See. So then I canceled it and requested it again. Right. And then the savior of all nights, I forget his name, starts with the A, but he came around the corner and I requested it and he was like, oh, get in the car. And i was like, bet. Okay, well shout out to him. Right, shout out to him for getting us motherfucking home, okay? Because I didn't want to be out there no more with them foolishness people. I've never seen so many ambulance trucks in my life. People are drinking, getting fucked up. Yes. Fighting. It was horrible. I was scared.
0: I ended up taking the metro. And my cousin was like, it was fine when I was going down. Mm -hmm. But when we were leaving out, she said, we need to walk up to another metro stop. She said, because it's going to be too busy. Mm -hmm. So when I got on the train, other people were like, we walked here from such and such place to get to this station because it was going to be packed. So I'm glad we did that because then we were finally able to get a seat. But them other stops, it was filling up like crazy. So that was smart. That was definitely smart of us to do. Um, but I heard, and I hope this, so I've been hearing conflicting stories that people were shooting at the Pride Parade. hmm I heard that but now so I was going through the metro of course I see these girls they look so cute I wish I mean I'm still young but I felt really old when I saw them and they were all dressed up and stuff and they were like are you going to pride and I was just like yeah they were like I just heard that you know they were shooting or whatever yada 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 I'm like nah you lying she's like I swear and then I was looking and some people were saying it was false some people were and I was trying to text my cousin but because I was at the metro I had no service but when I got there it appeared that everything simmered down but I don't know how much truth there is to that story
1: What time did you head out to Pride?
0: Uh, I want to say a little after seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when I got there, but, and then when I went the last time, not even realizing it was Pride, just having to go out there. And then I was like, why the fuck is everybody out here? And then realizing what it was. And that's how we ended up catching the tail end of everything. And they were getting ready to have, everybody was walking over to where the supposed block party was getting ready to be. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was so good. And my cousin, she had a free uh, a free mom's hug shirt on. So people were coming up, giving her hugs and stuff like that. It was a good time. It was a good time for the short moment, you know, that we were there.
1: What time did you leave? Girl, we probably got on the metro by like 9. Okay. That's not bad. Two hours. That's all you really need. No, no, no. I got on the metro after 7.
0: So, I probably got to them at, like, 8. So, we weren't out there very long. And the time was from us walking from one station all the way down to some other ones. We were talking or whatever it was. But next year, I want to get there earlier for the actual parade itself.
1: Yeah, I've been seeing, like, a lot of clips on it. It looks like it was nice and fun.
0: Yeah, they had it in Boston. It also looked like
1: it was fucking crowded, too. It too. Now, I did see
0: someone say, um... Someone made a good point. I was having a conversation with someone, and they were saying how they don't like how when June comes around that all the businesses are putting out their flags. They feel like it's just a money move for them.
1: Of course. It's the advertisement.
0: I never thought about I mean, obviously, it's true, but I never thought about it in that sense. I do see some businesses, they do keep their flag around year-round. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy to see, like, the city was painted with flags. Which was a nice thing to see, but it's just kind of like, why don't you keep a flag up all year? Why not? But whatever. In other news, I
1: do hear that you have a graduation coming up. Yes, my son is graduating from pre-K-3, going to pre-K-4. And I know people are like, well, why are you having, like, a little cookout because we're going to have a graduation cookout. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. The day that you buy my son some stuff, the day that you become his mother or father, then you can dictate what he's going to do. Until then, I will be running his life. We're going to have a graduation cookout and goodbye. Okay. Okay. Right. Say and, 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 less. know. No, okay. Okay. Say less. You niggas is not about to be like, but well, why are you having a graduation cookout? Because I fucking want it. Say less. Okay. I felt that. All I right. felt you felt, I felt the way about that, friend. Okay. 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 All right.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> so Auntie who Auntie who Auntie who Um, okay. So last week we talked about what was going on in the Dominican Republic with reports of people like dying at this one specific resort. I think it was a hard rock cafe. Mm-hmm. And just to recap, people were saying there was a black couple. I think they were from, they're from Maryland. I'm not specifically sure where. I think it was Baltimore. Um, they both were found dead in their, they're both found dead in there. um, hotel rooms okay. another guest was found dead uh, maybe like a week before or a week afterwards mm-hmm. and then there's so many other stories of people coming out saying that they sit at that same resort and they got something from the minibar and they ended up being super super sick um, not necessarily related but this does have to do in the DR public. I'm gonna let you take this away Arsha.
1: so Um, David Ortiz, better known as Big Papa, he is a baseball player Mm -hmm. and he is from the Dominican Republic. So he went home. Mm -hmm. Allegedly. What the alleged story is. Okay. So the alleged story is he went home, but he did go home to the Dominican Republic. (laughs) Um, he was at a bar meeting up with some friends. Someone shot him. Uh huh. Um, And now they're alleging that it was two police officers that were hired to try to basically kill him. So they're saying that um, David Ortiz was having an alleged affair with a drug lord in the Dominican Republic with his wife. Granted, David Ortiz is already married, and I believe his wife's his name is Tiffany Ortiz. Now you
0: see how that goes?
1: So they flew him from the Dominican Republic to Boston to go ahead and have um, the doctors look at him, examine him, different things like that. And then um, allegedly there were two women fighting in the um, waiting area of the hospital.
0: This is a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Slack on the Slack on the And everything is allegedly. Okay.
0: So the okay. two women fighting allegedly was one his wife, one was the mistress? No, the
1: wife wasn't even there yet. So who are these two women fighting?
0: First of all, this is why you don't be sleeping with nobody wife or spouse or significant other. Because you don't know nothing about their spouse. And clearly he fucked with the wrong one.
1: Obviously. I mean, he's a drug lord in the Dominican Republic. I'm, not, I'm just saying. So
0: Okay, mm-hmm. so clearly. And that girl was trying to die or get somebody killed. Her.
1: Obviously. Um, but it's just crazy because uh, recently they said he went back in for a second surgery.
0: And see, when stuff like that happens, I think, like, when I watch Snap and shit like that, or like Fatal Attraction, when these men go and they have these, or these people paired when they go and they have these extramarital affairs, and y'all end up dead. Like,. It's your fault. Like I hate to say it, like God forbid, someone dies or whatever situation is, but like you know when you're at the funeral, and you're like, oh, you know it was it wasn't his time. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know if I could say that.
1: Because no, in my mind, lying, okay. I'd be like, so imagine, <laughs> imagine your cousin, uh You found out he had an extramarital affair, and you're at his funeral now because he's dead. And they say, Well wife, come and say a few words. I'm not
0: gonna say shit.
1: You shouldn't have did what you did. Or if I say
0: something, I'm not gonna say anything nice. Because I felt like I'd be too mad to say anything. Because you caused that. death, because you was being stupid and you had no business doing what you were doing. You ever think about that? Like when i to be watching like do you ever watch Nats?
1: Mm-hmm. I used to watch Snap. I don't I don't watch it no more.
0: And the woman used to be like, Oh, you know, she took him and you know, did it and he was so but I'm like, But your husband or your family member was out there sleeping with somebody else and the person he was sleeping with or his wife wasn't having that shit now you shouldn't kill anybody but you know those that's what people call like crimes of passion mm-hmm. or like people bust in and like they see their wife having to with somebody in the house and they bust in and the husband kills them i think that's a real thing so maybe the drug lord came in i mean i'm sure he's capped a couple bodies before that for less. Oh, yes, I'm pretty I'm sure. I'm just saying, though. But that's crazy. And the thing is, is, like, I've always heard the rumor that a lot of men travel to the Dominican Republic to have extramarital affairs.
1: Really? I've mm-hmm. never heard those rumors. I have
0: heard that so many times. And it's always like a joke. I was talking to someone, and I was just like, yeah, well, uh, 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 Kunle, you won't be going to no DR on no boy's trip i like, we are going together. That is an Alex and Kuhnly trip or Alex and girls trip. But I've heard that so many times that, like, a lot of men go to the Dominican Republic and they're having, like, um, extramarital affairs. And I haven't been there, and I'm not trying to speak of anybody's culture, but apparently, like, prostitution and things like that are very high there and it's super cheap to go ahead and have it. So mm. they can go ahead, they can do that, and then they can go ahead and they can come back home like nothing ever happened. Because who's going to say what happened
1: in DR? <laughs> So, ladies. Well, let's not say that because I just recently came back from the DR and I don't want people to think that I was out here doing anything I wasn't supposed to be doing.
0: Okay, (laughs) let me say this. Let me say this. Ladies, if your man is trying to go to the DR too often, you might need to question that. That's all I'm going to say. If every time my man goes on a guy's trip, he only wants to go to the DR, I'm going to start questioning you. What's out there that you need to see? What is out there? But, I mean, that's what they say. So, Phaedra Parks, I don't know if you guys watch Housewives of Atlanta, but she was a housewife. And her estranged, now-divorced husband, Apollo... Nida. 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 We'll Nida.
1: go with that. Nida Nida Apollo. Okay.
0: Apollo. <laughs> Apollo. Okay.
1: Phaedra man. Um, he actually
0: got released early from prison. Now, mind you...
1: He was supposed to serve eight years. He was supposed to serve eight years. But he got out five. five. And
0: when he was in there... I guess him and Phaedra, they went ahead and they officially divorced. I don't know if while he was in there or before he got in there, but now he's engaged to this new woman. Mm -hmm. And remember some episodes back, I told you his now quote-unquote fiancé, she was on um, Say Yes to the Dress, planning for her fucking wedding. Now, apparently, he's going to be back on the upcoming season of Housewives of Atlanta.
1: Mm. Now, do you think Andy Cohen is just like, okay, Phaedra, girl? Apollo is out. You want a storyline? You want a check? Bring your ass. I mean, I
0: get the coins and things like that, but I feel like that's Apollo. I feel like that's an easy come up, and I feel like it's in
1: poor taste for your children. I don't think they're going to record together. Of course not. No, I don't think so. Um, but for somebody that's just getting out of the jail and he's going to have a very hard time finding someplace of employment or to do anything not unless he starts his own business.
0: And that's what he was doing before, right?
1: I think it's... I'm not going to say in poor taste, but I think it's smart to get your coins while you can. I do, too. So, it's going to make for great TV. Of course. But I so, think... <laughs> I'm going to be tuning in. I haven't watched um, Housewives... I don't know. How many seasons has been? She's been going, about like, two, three seasons, too? Two, I, three seasons I couldn't too. tell you.
0: See... And on one of the last episodes that Phaedra was on, Apollo's now current fiance was on the show. And she showed up to an event that Candy had, and Phaedra was pissed. She was just like, Why would you invite her? Why is she here? Why would you invite her? Yada, 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 all this other stuff. For me, so yes, it's going to make for great TV, but I feel like Apollo is not all as calculated as he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's as smart as he thinks he is, neither does that woman. Um, so I think Apollo's gonna get himself in some shit that he's not prepared for. Now Phaedra, apparently she was into all of that scheme and shit. I'm not saying she was or she wasn't. but I'm saying is that Phaedra ass ain't going to jail. And Phaedra's a bit more calculated. First of all, she's a whole ass attorney. She has but she has jobs. Remember she said that plural. Yeah, she's an attorney
1: as well. Girl. Apollo do look like good though. A well, Ninaandnate.com what's up? Uh, apparently out here saving people's lives. You know what is crazy though? Like how when I think about like Cynthia and Peter mm-hmm. how like
0: Peter you got your come up he had his own little business but you got your rise of your come up because of your ex-wife and now when you get a chance you try to shut on her. Really? Yeah. I just don't I don't get it. I sometimes I have to sit there and say to myself I'm gonna need you to sit down. Okay? I'm gonna need you to sit down. We oh, all know it. he was doing that. Mhm. He was. He sure was. But I can't wait to see it. And supposedly Kenya Moore's coming back. Um, she left. She left because I guess when she was pregnant, she got married. She refused, like her husband didn't want to film or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So they ended up firing her. But mm. now she's back. She has a baby. You know, she has a husband. And apparently Nene, you know, she beefing with everybody. Kim Zolciak is supposed to come back as a friend on the show. <sighs> Yes, and apparently Tamar is going to be on part of the season.
1: Okay, so that'll be interesting because Tamar and um, Candy, Candy, they were both big brother. I didn't watch it. I saw like clips. Yeah, I saw like a few clips where they weren't getting along. So I'm interested to see how that's going to play out.
0: But how is she going to do that if she's doing Braxton Family Values?
1: It's just like the same way she did her show with her ex-husband or her soon-to-be ex-husband. Yeah, but weren't they on different networks?
0: No, it was the same the network.
1: network. <gasps> That's what I'm saying. Now these
0: are going to be on two different networks. What does it matter? Just as long as she's there. That's not conflicting.
1: To... I don't
0: think it is. Cause she's isn't. I don't watch the Brass and Family Values because they all
1: get on my fucking nerves. But um... I kind of enjoy it. Oh, I didn't even know. Um... So one of the sisters, Tr- Trina, oh, she was married to um, her ex-husband. They were together for like at least I'm to say they've known each other for eighteen years. Hmm. He once they got a divorce, they were divorced for three years. He found out he had cancer, mm-hmm. and he had passed away. I remember hearing that. I thought that was a lie, so I didn't really look into that. And then uh, one of the, the brother, Michael, his daughter passed away. You know,
0: I always forget they have a brother.
1: I think everybody does. Does he
0: not film at all?
1: mm I don't think he wants to be in the limelight. To be quite honest with you, I don't. Know, I'm not saying that sisters do, but I'm just saying I don't think he oh, wants to be. Oh, girl, do. Stop. I don't think they I don't think he wants to be an like I don't think that's for him. Just How did like the father. I have no idea. But they did like a little um little video clip for her. Aww. for the loss or whatever. It was sad. she looked just like her daddy.
0: I've never seen I'm gonna have to Google him. The only episode of the Braxton that I watched was when Tamar got fired from the reel. Really? And she was in the bed crying. But that's it. Okay, well, I have more sad news. So, um, we don't really have much more information about this, but, um, I don't know if you all have heard of the Sudan massacre. Um, and I kept seeing yesterday, I saw Rihanna post it, I saw a couple of other people post it, you know, pray for Sudan, um, which is a country in Africa. Um, apparently, just from what I've read, the bits and pieces that I'm trying to put together, there was a protest going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Um you know, democracy and things like that, and then they started shooting, there was uh, several people being, you know, arrested, People, children were being raped, beaten, abused, people were being kidnapped, um, and apparently the their government shut down their internet access, mm. which is why there is such limited access to what it is that's going on, um, but I started to think about it. Now, this is no shade, I mean, a tragedy is a tragedy, but when the Eiffel Tower wasn't that after uh, the fucking Notre Dame was on fire when the when the um what do you call it the Notre Dame was on fire like that's all you saw on the fucking news you understand what I'm saying Mm -hmm. when stuff happens in Europe it's always on the fucking news but something where people are like this is actively going on like why the fuck aren't we hearing about it why aren't we hearing about RSA like I just don't I don't get it do you think it's because it's Sudan
1: yes i think the only time we're going to hear about stuff like that is when we're getting ready to invade their countries or do something stupid like that
0: i just like we spent so much time i mean granted i guess the Notre Dame is part of history and that's fine and that's cute but it's not even in our fucking country like we we spent so much like we were trying to give out resources and money and things like that to help rebuild. But here it is, like, this is actively going on. We have such limited access, supposedly. And no one's fucking talking about it. No one is talking about it. Like, I was on CNN, and there was, like, a small little blurb.
1: Maybe because we don't have access, that's why they're not talking about it. They don't know anything to report because there is no internet access. They probably don't have access to the TVs and and the, the news Companies, as mm-hmm. like, because the government, if the government is shutting down the internet and different things like that, I'm assuming the government is saying, okay, we don't want anybody to know about this. So, no, no Fox 5, no CNN, mm-hmm. no nothing mm-hmm. like that. So, nobody can come over.
0: I hear that. I do hear that, and that is a good point. But I also feel like, just, I hear that. I agree with that. But I also feel like, how is it that, like, honestly, like, I'm not a big watcher of the news because I feel like the news is super depressing. Yes. Um, But how is it that people who do not, like, why isn't there a bigger uproar about it? You know, remember when the girls, those young girls weren't missing in, when those young girls weren't missing a couple years ago? Mm -hmm. Even then, it was the awareness of, like, celebrities pulling it out. We didn't have much information, but I felt like I heard more about that than I did with this. And even then, that was a hush-hush thing. That wasn't necessarily widely reported in the news, but this is something where, you know, people are coming in, they're giving the testimonies, they're trying to get access to their things over here and they're telling what's going on. And I wonder, is it's like, okay, America, you know, as we do get more information, are we going to reach out to help for that? Or are we going to stand back and have our hands back because this isn't a country who's necessarily beneficial for us? Because again, we spent all that energy and emotion on the fucking cathedral or yeah. the Notre Dame, and we were willing to give money to that. Are we going to go ahead and be in support of this? Like, can you imagine? And I think what's a big deal to me because they're protesting. And this is why I don't understand, like, here in America, where we have the right to vote, and we don't fucking vote. And here these people are, they're getting killed for voting, for trying to make a difference, for trying to have their voices heard. And yet here we are in this country, and we don't want to vote because I don't think my voice counts or whatever it is. But people are literally over there dying. And that's the shit that, like, I don't understand, and again, this is going to be my first up-and-coming election, but I think that's another moment where I have to just kind of step back and realize to myself, you know, we are so privileged here. We are so privileged here to where if we want to go outside and protest, we can do that. We have that right. People can be outside, and they're protesting abortion clinics, and nobody's fucking bothering them. Something that don't have nothing to do with them. A child growing in someone else's body that don't got nothing to do with them. People are allowed to be outside and protest in peace and not be bothered. People are allowed to protest vaccines. They're allowed to protest every fucking thing. But in another country where this is affecting a mass amount of people's lives because about whatever it is, they're
1: dying. I get what you're saying, but other countries have
0: different rights than we do there. And that's the thing. I think we are so privileged and moments like this definitely make me reflect on that of how privileged we are here so when it comes down for election time upcoming election time you know I just hope that people exercise their rights to vote but then I'm definitely a person where I always think of from the perspective of you know it it's a shame not to you have a right to do so why don't you do it we can do it peacefully well as peaceful as we possibly can for here in America in comparison to other places so as, you know, more details come in, you know, I'm going to try to do my best to post things on the our Instagram page. But again, we're limited right now with the access. Um, I was reading an article and this woman was saying with her friend, you know, he called he was like, the police got me, they took my phone, they beat me, you know, all this other stuff. And he was like, and I'm injured. And then she ended up finding out a couple days later that he died. And this has been going on since June 2nd. I'm just finding out about this yesterday, which was June 11th.
1: So that's fucking crazy. That is. But. And my prayers to everybody in Sudan and people that have family over in that country. I know it is hard, but we are praying for you. Yes. So, okay. On a bit of a lighter note.
0: Okay. So, being that we were talking, um, as we all know, I'm not a mommy yet. Arshay is a mommy of two children. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I saw an article on Madame and and it was talking about... Um, parenting versus non-parenting and just like the differences between like you know how it is that excuse me y'all I forgot what it was at the article oh it was called the silent fight between parents and non-parents and it was going into detail about like the mindset of people who have kids and the mindset of people who don't have kids so before I get into the article itself just a question um because we were speaking about your son's graduation but Let's take graduation off the table. Okay. As a mom, are you offended if someone doesn't come to your child's birthday party?
1: No. That's one less person I have to feed. Do you know anybody who would be offended? Possibly. Possibly, but I'm not there. I'm one of them people where if I invite you and you don't come, and then I invite you again to another event and you don't come, I'm not inviting you a third time. So your thing is just invites in general. Yeah.
0: So being that I don't have kids, um, I remember going to a birthday party. And, you know, like you go for the parents to support. But in that moment, I never realized, especially when their kids are super young, how involved. This is not a situation where, like, when they're, like, toddlers, most parents don't just, or what I've seen as of late, just drop their toddler off and they leave. Everyone was there dealing with their child. Mm -hmm. Making sure they're not running around doing this. And me and my fiance were standing there and we were like, yo, like, we feel like creeps just being here. We're coming because we love the child. But we don't have anyone to necessarily interact with. So we helped, like, clean up and things like
1: that. But other than that, like, it was kind of like... I think that all depends on the relationship you have with the um, person that's throwing the party Mm -hmm. and the child. Because I have friends. I am out of my three friends um i'm the only person that's married i'm the only person that has kids right so i'm first of all i'm not one of the people that just throw my child on you right. if you say you're coming over and you want to you know see me and see the kids cool if you come to a birthday party cool right but at this point my friends are like my kids aunts and godmothers so there is an expectation. Of you to have a relationship with my child. So if I need you to say wash their hands. Because I'm dealing with the other one. I already know you're going to do it. So it all depends on the relationship that you have. With that person and their child. Where you shouldn't feel like a creep. Because I've gone to so many events. Where other people have had kids. And I didn't feel any type of way. When I didn't have kids. I would just be playing with that kid. Or talking to that person.
0: Right. I think for us, it was a difference that everyone there had a child.
1: Right. I've been in those incidents yeah. where I was just, I didn't have kids. And we were just
0: there. And it was kind of like, it wasn't a situation where, like, the kids were old enough to where we could really this. It was something, it was literally like a one-on-one thing. Mm-hmm. Because at the age, I think their child was maybe turned like, two or three. And at that age, kids are amongst other kids, but mm-hmm. they're still playing with themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still doing their own thing. So, for us, other than, like, set up and things like that, it was just like, okay, why are we there? I do know someone, like, um, I've always said this, like, when kids have their first birthday party, I think it's for the
1: parents. It's totally for the yeah, parents. Yeah, it is. It's totally for the parents. I survived a year without killing this little nigga. Without <laughs> I definitely jumping out it, the window. I definitely think
0: it's a celebration of that. But then when I think also, like, other than, like, godparents or, like, aunts and uncles and things like that, like... Let's say, for example, like, it's a birthday party, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it's one thing when you have, like, you have the adult portion of the things. And some people try to make it, like, adult-friendly also. And then they also try to have their kid section to it, right? So those things I don't mind going to. But if your kid is just having a birthday party and I don't have that necessarily bond with that child, mm-hmm. at, let's say, it's Chuck E. Cheese, I don't have a child to bring.
1: Well, first of all, I get what you're saying, but I hate to... Chuck Chuck E. Cheese.
0: Cheese. Okay, let's say it was somewhere else. Chuck E. Cheese was just the place. Just just throwing it out there. But, like, okay, I know someone who, she has kids, and her friend doesn't. She was upset because she didn't invite her friend to the birthday party, and she was just like, you don't have kids. So what are you coming for? You're not the godparent. You're not an
1: uncle. Honor, uncle. What are you coming for? See, I give people an opportunity Mm -hmm. to decline or say if they want to come or not. I don't care if you're a godparent or aunt or mm-hmm. not. If I know you right. and you know of my child, I'm going to invite you. Right. And then you can say, oh, I'm not able to come or I feel a little weird about it. And then we can have a conversation about right. it or why you feel weird. But I'm going to always give that opportunity right. to you for you to right. decline to me. I always try to bring, like, a little kid with me. <laughs> well, Speaking but of that, because me. you are invited to my son's graduation cookout, right. And I wanted to get your opinion on how you felt about when I invited you to that. Because, you, like I said, like you said, right. you and your fiancé do not have kids. Right. And you're going to a party where it's going to be children, but then it's also going to be adults. Right. And so I then, think that
0: was a deciding factor for me, is the fact that you're going to have adults there. You and I are friends. To, first of all, I'm a person where... I don't believe in going to people's house empty-handed, and if you don't bring something, I'm definitely a person to where, like, let me help you, or say, what do you need me to do? Do you need me to help you with this? Do you need me to help with that? So if I feel like I'm going there and I'm having a role to do, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I'm cool with that. And if I know that there's possibly going to be other uh, adults and things like that, like, especially when people are having things out the house, I'm like, all right, like, the kids are going to do their own thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's going to be other adults around that I can go ahead and I can talk to. I think a graduation, something is different. Now, when it's a birthday party, mm-hmm. I think that's a bit different. And in a situation, I would make sure that I bring a child with me
1: mm-hmm. or I'm going to make sure that I busy myself while I'm there to help out. So honestly, cause I'm going to invite you to my daughter's birthday party. She's having a bowling birthday party. I'm inviting you to see her for a little bit, mm-hmm. but you're ultimately there for me. Right. To be with me, to talk to me, to right. see how it goes, and then I, what I like to do for people that don't have kids, and say mm-hmm. that they want to have kids, I'll be like, "Oh, go over there and see what they're doing, and see what the fuck I go through every day."
0: But <laughs> see, I don't need experimenting. That's the thing. There's no shade to anybody. It's like, okay, so my goddaughter is five. It's different when I go to her birthday party. Because she's my goddaughter. Mm -hmm. You know, and then I'm essentially, I'm there for the setup. Right. I'm there for the cleanup. You know what I mean? And I have that interaction with her. And it's the difference if it's someone else. Like, you and me are friends. Right. So, what's the difference? So, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to go there and just be sitting off to the corner. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure, just being the person that I am, that I say, do you need help with this? Do you need help with that? What do you need me to bring? Do you need me to do this? Do you need me to do that? As opposed to me just showing up and it's just like, well... You paid for the kids to bowl. I don't imagine that you're paying for me to bowl. Type of thing. Right. So I think that makes a difference. But for me, I've always said, like, nothing annoys me more. And I get, like, wanting to, like, let's say my child is five.
1: And I remember when I was younger
0: and, like, my little cousins would have a birthday party. Like, I was older than that. We had, like, a four- or five-year difference. But if I'm 10 and my little cousin's turning five and they're having, like, a little kid's, like, a jamboree party, Mm -hmm. what the fuck do I need to go for? If I was the parent, I would say like, you know what? Maybe we'll have something at the house later, y'all can come by, but right now I'm only paying for these 10 kids to be here who are in the age group of my child, your big ass kid, I'll see y'all later. Would that be me? If it's not at the house, if it's at something specific where you have to pay for the child, because it looks weird to me, and maybe this is me not being a parent, but when you have that 10 year old there and it's a bunch of five year olds, You're not there interacting with any of the other five-year-olds.
1: You're just there to be there. It depends on where it's at. Because my friend recently had a birthday party for her son. Her son was turning two. So she had some older kids there as well. Mm -hmm. But we were at this place called Hyper Kids. So it's like an indoor play area, basically. So older kids, you know, she said she ate her food or whatever. And she was like, okay... Kinda over this, like, right. I'm not here for these little kids, but right. let me go do something else. Right. And I get it, because my nephew is, um, my oldest nephew is 12, right. and um, his brother is 5, so he identifies and plays with my kids, which is my soon-to-be 3-year-old and my 4-year-old son. Right. So, I get it. Um, I'm still going to extend the invitation because your child, perfect example. Okay, so... My goddaughter is eleven, uh-huh. and my friend. I want my friend to come because I know her 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 daughter is going to play with my nephews and my niece. Right. So if I know I'm going to have older kids there, right. then I'm going to invite somebody else that has an older child okay. that I can play with that I person. That. But if it's just like one random ass older child, no. I feel like I feel like I'll invite you, but if it's like I said, I'm going to give you opportunity to tell me no.
0: Right. Because then I feel like I'd have to find something for that other child to do. Yeah. Okay, so being that you said out of your friends you are the one that is married and you are the one with children, do you think there's a definite—do you think your friends are accommodating to you having kids? Because I've always heard that, like, married people hang with married people, moms hang with moms, and things like that. Do you think that your friends are necessarily— not even just your friends, but just people in general are necessarily accommodating and understanding to that. And do you yes. think it can be annoying to them or that it's just not understanding to them?
1: I think with your friend being a wife or a mother, there needs to be some maturity on your end. Mm-hmm. As far as the single person that doesn't have any kids or anything like that I think it needs to be some maturity level because there are people that try to compete with people's kids or with their spouses and it's not that we don't want to give you all um, time, tension or anything of that sort it's just we have a household now we have a family to worry about so the intention that I give you is what I can spare at this moment Mm -hmm. until things change or until a situation gets better or until you until I'm able to carve out time for us to be more interacting.
0: Do you feel like it's hard to kind of balance that and still try to give your friends that time, that non. Yes. That non mom thing.
1: Yes, but I feel like my friends understand mm-hmm. because they they'll come to the house if I can't come out or something like that, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "Oh, well, we just want to chill with you." I was like, "All right, whatever. You know, the kids are here. Okay." We don't care if the kids are there. Got that's it. fine. We're about to bring some pizza. We're going to watch Mulan on Netflix. Like, right. we're going we're to come through and see you. Right. And, and that's why I said it, it comes with maturity. You have to understand that I'm not able to always go out and give you the girl time. Right. But, because I'm always a mom. So, if you can meet me halfway and maybe maybe I come to your house and bring pizza and the kids and we chill out like that. Right. Or you come to my house, you see the kids, different things like that. It has to be a right. balance between the both, or it's not going to work. So in the article, and it's funny because I'm going to bring something else, but in the article they were talking
0: about, like, let's, for example, like, brunch. They were like, one person says, like, you know, why do the, parent, the people with the kids are like, well, let's have brunch at 10. And then the other person was just like, that's mad early for brunch. Let's do brunch at 12. But the parent is like, no, I have to be accommodated. She says, I can't be out day long drinking with y'all or whatever the situation is and the other person's like they don't have kids so they're like now you'll like brunches later on or like if we go out to eat for example we have to go a place that's quote unquote kid friendly and i remember being like i remember going some places and when i hate i used to hate i would laugh and would be like oh it has to be something that's kid friendly now my mom didn't give a shit you was gonna eat but i paid for it and that was it Mm -hmm. but i have like my aunt was like okay is it kid friendly do they have things on the kids' menu? Like, what do they have? What do they have? do? They have this? Do they have that? So, have you ever experienced that as far as like having to make sure that when you do go out with your friends and your kids are there,
1: having to make sure it's kid friendly? No. Because I'm one of the people that plan events. If you want to do something with me, right. you let me know in advance, right, so that you can accommodate the so, schedule. So I can make sure my husband is available, if not my husband, and my grandmother, my father, or um, the kid's grandmother. Right. No, I can't do one of those spare of the moment things. Would you be
0: offended, and I'm not saying with you and your friends, in general, just in general, would you be offended if someone said they didn't want your kids there? Like, they don't want kids at all?
1: No, because I get it.
0: So, for example, I say that because, like, with my wedding, for example... The only children that are going to be there are going to be those
1: in the wedding. Now that I get because motherfucking kids are
0: expensive. Now listen, the reason I bring that up up is because someone said to me, well, my kids are well behaved. For me, my reasoning was- It's not
1: about your kids being well behaved. It's about what I got to
0: pay for. Number one is what I have to pay for. I don't want to pay X amount of dollars and your kids only eat- Chicken nuggets. A chicken nugget or two, if that, number one. Number two, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to deal with your child running all over the place. And, even, and I'm very much of a person, like, I believe in the village mentality of raising kids. And anytime I've gone somewhere, even if the kid is not mine, like, if I've gone to, like, a cousin sweet 16 or, like, a wedding or something like that, everyone unofficially kind of looks out for that little kid that's there. Mm-hmm. Because they're running around you're like, no, 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 don't go there, no, 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 don't do this. I don't want to have to tailor my music your child, I want the parent to have a good fucking time and I have to worry about, oh, we have to leave because, you know, the kids da, da, da. and I had people saying, like you know, well what if you hire a sitter or whatever it is and I just kind of feel like your child and the well-being of your child is not my responsibility.
1: Exactly. And there's
0: people I absolutely adore with kids but it's just like, I'm not
1: dealing with your child. It's like for your wedding. We're That's not bringing the kids. I'm not bringing my child. People get really offended by it, though. They do, and that's what I'm saying. It has to be some type of maturity. If I'm a single mom, and nobody is helping me, then I'm just going to have to sit this one out. Or I can just go to the the reception with my kids. We're going to sit in the back. I'm Mm going to be quiet. And then when it's done, we're going to leave. Well, I'm sorry, the ceremony. We can go to the ceremony, you know, watch Mm -hmm. you guys give your vows, and then after that, we're going to leave. Because I already know... That you didn't plan or budget to pay for a child. Mm-hmm. Now, people, some people don't understand that. Some companies make you pay the same price that you would pay for an adult mm-hmm. to eat for a child. When I was planning my wedding, um, the company we were going through, they didn't want that. Day. It was like $62 for an adult and then $32 for a child. And I said, for what? What are they eating? Because they can come and I could just bring McDonald's. And that's thirty-two dollars right there, not per child. Some people don't want kids. Some people just don't want kids, and that's their preference, and they can they can say that because it's their wedding. But I guess my question to you was, why are people offended when someone doesn't
0: want kids present at a certain thing?
1: Because they feel like you should know that I'm a single mom. Or mm-hmm. I can't find a sitter. You should be more understanding of that. I can't do nothing with my child. I understand that. Right. I told you in advance. Right. If you can get a sitter, great. If not, it's okay. Come to the ceremony. And then afterwards, you can just go home. Because I cannot afford to pay for you and your child to eat. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. Yeah. And I think people need to understand on the other end of the spectrum, on the other end of the story, the single person—I'm sorry—the person with the child you need to understand that a wedding is a couple thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. That's what you need to understand. Right. It's nothing personal. Right. It's the fact that I'm paying out of my pocket for this person to eat, that person to eat, that person to eat. Right. Okay. I'm paying for these plates. I'm paying for these the silverware that's sitting on the table. Mm-hmm. I'm paying for the DJ paying for this dress oh
0: yeah okay yeah
1: everything i know I some people for.
0: are going to be there like well why is like again for me it's only the kids that are in the wedding right and that's it and
1: that's how and it was that's simply for
0: me. because my two flower girls they're in the same range of age but even then i had a conversation with the parents and i said hey i would love to have your child in the wedding however do you think you're still going to have a good time with your child being there because they're your responsibility mm-hmm. you know Or do you, luckily they have someone, they have a grandparent that's going to be there Mm -hmm. that can kind of keep an eye on them. So they have the extra set of help there Mm -hmm. as opposed to having to worry about there's a shit ton of kids running around and things like that. But I would definitely say that, like, the older I get, and I'm not married yet, I don't have kids yet, but even being in a relationship, having to be accommodating to or my friends who have relationships having to be accommodating to, especially when they live with their significant other. Hey, they live with their significant other, so they may not be able to do X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. anymore. Or we have to schedule out in advance, and you can't be upset about that. And for me, when I was younger, I can always I can say for myself personally, like, like I love my goddaughter to pieces, and I love little kids, and I was just like, you know, like of course she's invited. Like, come on, bring. I always try to make sure to include her in things mm-hmm. and then I always try to make sure to be mindful of like no like like with you you have kids I'm like no well, let me know your schedule let me know what works with you mm-hmm. because I know that you don't have just yourself to think about you have yourself your kids and your husband to think about and to coordinate and things like that um but it's just very interesting um there are definitely times where I've never really run into it but I can imagine
1: going on a place that it's just like do you have to bring your kid I've never had to experience that mm-hmm. Um, I've never experienced that when people just like well I don't want your kid there if you say it like that to me then I'm, I feel like you're you're making this personal mm. versus you saying um, there are no kids allowed just right. saying I don't want your kid there that's that's making it really personal why don't you want my kid there
0: mm. if they say like you're specific
1: yeah mm. but then I come and I see that there are other kids there you know what I'm saying got you that, that's what would piss me off got you Um, And then another issue that I've never, well, I've kind of experienced it before, and it wasn't with the same group of friends that I'm referring to, but um, I would go on social media and I would see that they went out. So they had like a whole other conversation without me, mind you, we're in a group chat. Right and I'm one of them people if I see something that doesn't pertain to me I'm going to keep keep it moving like right. you guys are planning to go out I can't go out that it's not a big deal right okay cool now we're at a, a point where I go on face when I go on social media and I see that they're already out and, and the invitation wasn't extended to me give me the opportunity to say hey you guys you know it's fine go without me don't worry about me because they assume because you have kids that, that you're not going to go, be able to go
0: gotcha Gotcha. I I definitely, I've never done that. Um, I feel like I've been guilty of not inviting a person simply because they always say no. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily, not even just talking about friends who have kids, but because they always say no. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have had to be more mindful in saying like, I know you probably won't come, but I'm extending an invite to you anyways. But then I also think that's time for that person to then, and I not even speaking with people with kids, to then look and say, okay, well, why didn't they invite me? Why didn't they even ask me? And sometimes the answer is because every time I fucking ask you to go, your ass can't fucking go. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just even taking the kids away from the situation, and I've been on, that, I've been on the receiving end, like, why didn't you ask me to go? And then they've just been like, because every time we ask you to go, you have X, Y, and Z to do. And it's just like, I would have liked to be X, but then at the same time, I also had to learn to make time, and I had to communicate with them, if you want me to go, I can go, but you need to let me know in advance, because I have X, Y, and Z to do. Mm-hmm. I don't have kids yet, but I'm pretty busy, so I need to know in advance. I can't do the last minute shit. Even if I'm not doing anything, sometimes I'm just fucking tired, and I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely get the give me the opportunity to say no. Right. Have you ever looked on your end then to just be like, you know what, why did they stop asking me?
1: No, because it's never gotten that far.
0: Mm. For me, it was immediately that I thought to myself. Some people, it takes a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But I remember having to explain to my friend, I said, because whenever I ask you, you say no. So I stopped asking.
1: Yeah, I think that goes for my science invitations. Like, people get upset when I don't invite them to things but I invited you twice and you told me no Mm. like my son and daughter their birthdays are literally like 6 to 7 months apart Mm -hmm. so I invite you to my son's party you say you couldn't come I invite you to my daughter's party you say you couldn't come so then I invite you to my son's party again you say you can't come I'm not going to continue to invite you to shit Mm. I'm not
0: I get it it's very, it's very interesting, but, I don't know, just the older I get and the busier I get with things, I'm definitely starting to, like, I'm trying to be more aware and more mindful of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I only like asking people about so many times. Like, it's literally to the point where I know if I ask this person, they're going to say no. But you ask them out of courtesy. Yeah. So then when they do fucking come, I'm surprised. And then the rude and shady part of me will be like, I'm surprised you showed up. But I, I shouldn't say it out loud, but I said, I be thinking. Don't make that face friend.
1: I do the same thing. <laughs> I do the same thing. I sit back and I look like, mm, this bitch is on time. Mm, she ain't on time for shit. Mm, she here. Mm, she don't come to shit. <laughs> That'd be me.
0: But it is what it is. But I do try to be more mindful and being that you are another one of my friends who does have kids, I do try to, and I don't ever want you to feel like I'm asking, but I try to be respectful and say, will you let me know Mm -hmm. what works for you? Like the conversation we had earlier. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, will you let me know? Because it's easier for me to move around my schedule. But I know for you, like, you know, kids have bedtimes. Kids have this to do. Mm -hmm. And then I know when people have kids after a certain time, I don't want to call. Because I know, like, you call. The little niggas is trying to sleep. You're trying to get them ready for bed. Mm -hmm. They over there cutting up. And then if you are married, you know, have to have that time with your spouse, so you're trying to get them ready for the next day. So, I definitely try to be the older I get, I try to be a little bit more mindful about that. And I like to be accommodating to other people's schedules mm-hmm. as opposed to with mine. Well, luckily,
1: we have text messaging, so although we, you don't be answering, but it's okay. Listen to the boyfriend, ma'am. Did I not text you back last night? Boyfriend.
0: Lord Jesus, my apologies, y'all. That's a scam calling me. Ma'am. I definitely thought...
1: Your phone should have been on Do
0: Not Disturb. I'm sorry. I'm
1: just saying. I'm sorry. Just saying. I'm sorry, okay? Just saying. Scam likely, okay? alright
0: <laughs> <Scam> you <likely. laughs> All right, y'all. So that is going to wrap it up for this week. I do have a music plug. Yay. Um, we actually got that done pretty quick today. We did.
1: But I think I'm trying to be mindful of your ear infection. How are you feeling? Like I said, I took four Tylenol at um, Extremes or whatever it's called whatever i took four of them things and i'm on cloud nine right now i don't feel anything it literally just feels like it's a cotton ball in my ear but um i am planning on going to the er so they can just go ahead and give me some antibiotics because with the ear infection comes a cold and i'm not trying to be sick during the summer months that is not cute i feel you friend. walking around with boogers and shit and <laughs> it's a whole 95 degrees up this
0: well page. i hope you feel better friend. oh oh, Thank oh, oh. you one last thing, we went to our girl Tanisha doing uh, yes. Zumba in the Park. It was amazing. If you didn't come, you missed out. But no worries, because she's having her next one Zumba June 21st. In
1: the
0: park. <laughs> and as Zumba we get more details, doc. we will let oh, y'all know.
1: Yeah, Zumba in the Park. And oh, you like how I did that?
0: Friend, friend, <laughs> I was trying to
1: talk over you, okay? <laughs> They'll be all right.
0: Our music plug for this week goes to Sin Santana. Yes, ma'am. And she has a song called Real Life. I was surprised by it. It's a little bop.
1: mm Okay.
0: Um, Maybe she'll spill low tea as her more music drops about what happened with her and Joe Button. But nonetheless, check out the song It's Real Life by sin
1: Santana. And that is all I have for y'all this week. All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in for another episode of the podcast. Toodles. Bye, (laughs) y'all.